0: Victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the whole returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers in the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror.
1: Greetings, listeners. You have found The Horror Returns. And for all of you who delight in dread, fantasize about fear, and glorify gore, welcome home. This is the podcast that proves the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review of a brand new horror movie, then go back and find a classic work with similar themes, looking at both similarities and differences. Our goal is to explore how our perceptions of fear remain the same, from generation to generation, but also to point out how the presentation can change based on the social and political climate of the times. We include spoilers for the new film. However, we will wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new feature, and we will let you know before we do so with a spoiler alert. If you don't wish to hear the spoilers, simply turn us off at that point, and we promise you won't miss a thing. We generally assume that you guys have already seen the classic films, so there will always be spoilers when discussing anything that has been out for at least a year. The other thing we may do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. This is a horror podcast, and horror movies tend to be R-rated, so you can pretty much expect us to be, too. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. How's it going?
2: It's going good.
3: Great. Like Tony the Tiger.
1: And, uh, so Brian, you said you guys had a good old fashioned, uh, Alaskan snow day, huh?
2: This week. Yeah. I'm so over winter snow. right? Kind of really hell of a snow day. <laughs> yeah. It see, it's mostly because of the weather's so warm. So when it snows, it melts and, you know, it creates ice mm. and it's kind of it makes it really shitty to drive. But, um. We're getting we're getting into the spring weather, so I'm I'm totally nice. happy about that. It's about
1: time, not a moment too soon, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was out in the yard uh, planting uh, chili chili peppers, chili pepper plants oh. today.
3: <laughs> nice. Were they red hot?
1: <laughs> they will be, man. Give, give it a couple <laughs> of months, man. What were you What were you up to today, Phil?
3: Uh, I was working like a dog, man. Yeah. Trying to yeah, trying to catch up on appointments and. Get stuff done. So I've been climbing through attics and digging and busting my ass.
1: Those attics are already pretty hot here in Texas, huh?
3: Yeah, they're getting there.
1: <laughs> summer's
3: summer's coming. It's it's really nice outside at the moment though. Right.
1: Well, in between all that work, man, what was your cool
3: of the week? Uh man, I think my cool of the week I tell you what my not so cool of the week is freaking walking Uh-oh. dead.
2: Walking what? Dead. Uh, uh. I know, my favorite oh, no. show
3: on the planet. I there <laughs> I know a new one's coming out tomorrow or whatever, but uh and it's gonna be the season finale and I'm sure it's gonna kick ass. Right. But it better kick ass because this whole last half of the season, not a goddamn thing has happened. They've just like been setting up this whole battle and it hasn't still hasn't started yet. Right. So I'm thinking the finale should kick ass. I hope they yeah, better
1: it's supposed to. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be an hour and a half show. So yeah, it I just been waiting, in
3: it. waiting for something big to happen and nothing has. Uh, but my cool of the week is uh, I've been rewatching Game of Thrones. I f- forgot how amazing that show is, man. It's the acting is great. It's uh, and going back and watching it again, mm-hmm. you catch a lot of the. Uh, little details that you may have missed the first time that you had to have missed the first time. Cause there's a thousand of them, you know?
2: Right. Uh, but by, by any chance, you guys see the, the teaser trailer for, uh, uh, the new season.
1: Yeah, I did.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think about the, uh, people are talking about the theories of, uh, cause you see Cersei at the end where she breathes out the cold air.
1: Uh, They're wait, saying, minute, uh maybe I haven't seen that. The only thing I saw was just, uh, you know like the like the words swirling around or something and you could hear Daenerys' uh,
2: voice No there's a teaser with her walking down a hall basically it's her Daenerys and um Jon Snow like they're walking down basically to their their own separate throne rooms What oh. and at, at the end um uh Cersei lets out a breath and it's a uh, cold air and then you get a um a shot of the uh what what was his name the Night King Uh-huh and there's a lot of theories uh, that in this season um, they're going to have some kind of alliance. Oh, I bet you they would. How is or she not she possi- dead yet? God damn it! <laughs> but, but then there are, but then there's theories that she's breathing out cold air because you know she's a cold bitch and has no heart. But right. I, I think if there was some kind of a I don't think it wants me to talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. Every okay. Every time you, I'm, I'm, every I'm time saying you one started, time. man, it sounds like you were having a seizure. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll basically, I'll cut it real short. I'll cut it real short. Them linking up would be uh, would make the show a lot better for me. I think it would be an interesting uh, angle to the story. Right
3: yeah i think it's about to get real fucking cool uh so i'm i'm totally excited about it especially after going back and having watched this other stuff man
1: mm-hmm. i guess we're gonna find out have you, have either of you read the books
3: not one page okay. Nope, me neither I've, I've got one of them i haven't read it yet
1: right yeah that's um i can i can see where you're picking up a lot more detail going through the show again the, the books are just loaded with detail Yeah, I mean, they make some changes, but it's kind of like The Walking Dead where they they tend to kind of end up at the same places once it's all said and done.
3: Every time they have those, uh, you know, scenes where they're just talking to each other and telling stories about their past, you get that much more about that character and so much more in-depth into the story Mm -hmm. and into that world. It's... uh, a pretty kick ass show, man. To go back and watch again.
1: Well, I, w- I was uh, my cool of the week was going to be uh, Iron Fist, which I finished watching. I think you guys have both have, haven't? Didn't you guys both make it your cool of the week at certain times? I never did, man.
3: I, I right. think I have a couple of issues with that show. I don't think it's my cool of the week.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It wasn't really. What, what did What did you think about it, Brian?
2: Last week, um, it would have been my cool of the week until I finished it this week. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It it fell off.
1: Yeah, kind of like uh, Luke Cage. It seemed like it ended more with a whimper than a bang. You know.
2: And I am extremely disappointed because I thought this was supposed to bridge, be the bridge to Defenders. Uh, yeah, there me too. was n- nothing connecting anything, and except Rosario Dawson. Yeah, and there was no. I'm tired of them in these shows. They keep making references to to other heroes. Yeah, like Rosario Dawson. If you know somebody that's fought the hand, pick up the phone and call them. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was just thinking. Say if you say who it is, you know, if you're the one and, that's telling them how serious
3: the hand is, why don't you right? just tell them about Daredevil? You know, because yeah, that, and uh, and a lot of say so that part was actually kind of cool because it's it's more of a battle against the hand, which makes it less complicated than it was in Daredevil.
2: I don't know. It just it, and. What is his name? Finn Jones. that plays Danny Rand. Yeah, right. he just was too whiny. Right, as the oh, show got on, man. and just kept making that face. That oh just, yes, ugh,
3: thank you, Jesus Christ! That <laughs> kid was driving me crazy. Yeah, he
1: just wouldn't take a stand, would he? <laughs> like oh. sometimes I liked him,
3: but I was like, yeah. man, God, just quit being such a bitch.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> I would. I would call. I would say. Yeah, I would say it, it was okay. I'd say the series at, yeah, at the time it, it was over was I mean it was I would I didn't regret watching it.
3: No, yeah, I didn't either. I just expected more out of it. It uh, it wasn't bad. It just it yeah. just it was it wasn't
1: No, I, I guess you'd say it just didn't quite deliver.
2: Right. No, I, by by no means it was it wasn't as bad as these these critics that that had uh, or. Recently, uh, got the first six episodes and reviewed them. I thought, right. actually, I I kind of liked the, the the beginning.
3: Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, it totally so, was falling off. I haven't totally finished it yet, but I'm on like the last two or three episodes, and and I yeah, for some reason stopped watching it.
2: Yeah, I just I just think you know Daredevil set the bar high. Mm-hmm. Jessica Jones was unexpected because I don't think anybody thought it was going to be as good as it was going to be. Yeah. I, I, and think her, for the, I think
1: her season even raised the bar a little bit from Daredevil yeah. Season
2: 1. And even though I didn't like the ending of Luke Cage, the character of Luke, Luke Cage was great. Right. Yeah. And I think the they just – this might have been rushed, honestly. Feels that way, doesn't it? And I, I think that was the problem with, with the fighting. I think he didn't have time – or they didn't have time to prepare him.
3: yeah. Yeah, that was my other issue. If you're going to have a show about Iron Fist, which is has to be mostly fighting, which it is, they have some really cool little kung fu scenes in there. Which, if you know, the fight scenes
2: had been better, right. it would have been
3: a kick ass scene. But the fight and scenes
2: weren't quite there, you know. Put a mat, put the mask on him from the comics. That way right. you can have a stunt double. Yeah. Oh the- yeah. That oh yeah. That would make yeah. sense.
1: That would make yeah. sense.
2: But we didn't get that. So,
1: well, my takeaway with the whole thing was that I thought, you know, I thought Luke C- Luke Cage was kind of kind of subpar, and I thought that this one was kind of subpar. So, rather than try to come out with a season two of each of these guys, would it not make sense just to do like a, a an eight or ten episode uh, Power Man and Iron Fist together?
2: Oh, the. The Heroes for Hire?
1: Yeah, Heroes for Hire. Yeah, like an eight like absolutely. an eight episode season after after the Defenders would be perfect. Because yeah. I don't think they can carry it the way Daredevil and Jessica Jones can.
3: Or even if you just leave them in the defenders. And right. I, I think that maybe that's their next thing. And I think that would work great,
2: you know, because I I, right. I still think the characters could be cool in the defenders. Yeah, I'm a I'm a little worried about the defenders. Because there's just no setup for it, in my opinion. And Well, that's true, from, yeah. From what I understand, uh, Defenders is only, only going to be eight episodes.
1: Who are they going to be fighting? Any idea?
2: I don't know. One of these versions of The Hand, I guess. I don't know.
1: I think we've seen they, enough of The
2: Hand. Probably
3: The Hand. I was going to say, Kingpin would be cool.
1: Mm. Kind of been there, done that, though, you know?
3: Yeah, but he's he's a pretty kick-ass villain. Plus, you know, that's it for you.
1: Well, I guess we'll find out. But that my cool of the week ended up being a rewatch of a of a movie we reviewed last year. That I kind of almost in retrospect, it, it probably should have been one of my uh, honorable mentions for top five. And that was uh, that, a little movie with Blake Lively in it that we that we saw last year. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You, you guys remember uh, The Shallows? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I rewatched it last night on second viewing. It's even a much better movie than the first time. Really? Yeah, really good. I mean, it's just all huh. about. Yeah, it's just really all just about her. There's not a whole lot of dialogue in it. I really, I really liked the way at the beginning they they cleverly told her backstory by by just showing the uh, screens on her on her cell phone and like who she was talking to and what she was recording and everything. Uh, very well made little
2: movie. Wow. All right. Yeah.
1: What about? Yeah, you? What about you, Brian?
2: I was just going to say I enjoyed the shallows up until that fantastic ending. Yeah, uh, the was, ending uh, was a little, <laughs> but I mean, hey, it was oh, yeah. exciting at least, you know. Yeah, uh, my cool little week was another horror anthology. A trailer we reviewed a little while back called Galaxy of Horrors.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Um, I really dug this one. Um, it was a perfect mix of sci-fi and horror. And I actually think it was a lot better than that XX uh horror anthology. Yeah, I'm I wasn't give super impressed with that one though. Yeah, I'm not gonna give anything away, but it was there's a there's some weird shit going on in these uh in these stories. I think uh, there's about seven or eight stories. Oh wow. And um the wraparound is basically a guy uh he wakes up in his uh, he's in one of those like hibernation pods.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think there's some kind of malfunction, and the the computer, while he's in there, keeps showing him. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. It was a, oh, gosh.
1: Yeah, speaking of outer space, Houston, we have a problem. (laughs) Can can you hear me now? So it kind of had the passenger's thing going on, where he, like, woke up before he was supposed to or something?
2: Yeah, he woke up, and he couldn't get out, and uh, basically the computer kept I guess it was going to show him like movies or, or some basically something to entertain him until right. he can get out of there, and it just kept showing him like fucked up stories.
1: <laughs> that's an odd, odd
2: setup. <laughs> but uh, pretty much that. Uh, it's a good episode for the hackers. The only thing take I've seen this week.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, uh, let's see if we can muddle through some headlines, Brian.
2: I hope so. <laughs> Recently, it was just a uh, cinema the past week. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of news and trailers came out. Um, real quick, uh, Blu-ray picks. Uh, I think a movie that we all pretty much liked, uh, The Autopsy of Jane Doe.
1: Yeah, it was a good one.
2: It, Yeah. Yes, coming out May 2nd exclusively at Walmart. <laughs> so okay. if you want to pick up a copy, uh, you have to go to Walmart and... Uh, Another thing I thought was real quick, uh, Charles Band, Shout Factory, and Full Moon are releasing an 18-movie, 15-disc Blu-ray set called the Empire Pictures Blu-ray Collection. And uh, a couple couple of the movies in that set are going to be The Ghoulies 1 and 2, <laughs> Dolls, Troll, and uh, a movie you wanted to see, Lance, um, Robot Jocks. Nice. Hey. There you go. Okay. Uh, the the cost the cost of this collection will be two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, oh no. shit! <laughs> it, <laughs> wow. I'll take a pass.
1: It is They're limited proud to that.
2: <laughs> it is limited to six hundred. It will be signed by Charles Ban. Oh! It Jesus is releasing Christ. May fifth. Pre order starting April twenty eighth and. If you pre order it, uh, chances are you probably won't get it anyways because for some reason they said some of the 600 they'll be selling at some of the cons coming up. Mm -hmm. So, um, probably a good place you might pick one up is uh, Texas Frightmare.
3: (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Check us out at Texas Frightmare and buy one for (laughs) (laughs) $1,500.
2: Okay, moving on to some news. Blumhouse may be bringing us a ad, uh, film adaption to the popular game Five Nights and Freddy's. Uh, have, it was inevitable. <laughs> uh, Annabelle. The Annabelle sequel is officially titled Annabelle Creation. Yep, that's all on that right there. <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. Santa Clarita Diads, renewed for a second season. Awesome.
1: Still haven't seen uh, that one. It's uh, cool.
2: It's funny. They don't end it real that. well, though. It pisses ah, me ah. off. Well,
1: there you go. They were clamoring it, for that second season.
2: Yeah. It's a quick it's a quick watch though. They're only like 30 minute wow. episodes. Yeah, and it's fun. It's a, it's a little um, more
1: little 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 more of a quick watch than Iron Fist, huh?
2: Yeah. Oh, gosh.
1: <laughs>
2: I, I I just go back to Iron Fist just real quick. It took me a week just to watch that last episode. That's how oh, no. slow it That's got for me. Wow,
3: dude. I'm telling you, man. I'm I'm through like episode 9 or 10 or whatever and yeah. I'm I'm like I just haven't gone back to it in a week hmm. so
2: far. I don't want to say nothing about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we don't okay, talk let me, about let me, the Iron Fist. The first rule okay. of Iron
3: Fist is don't talk about Iron Fist.
2: <laughs> All right, let me let me get some news in before I cut out again. Right. Uh, Sony announced a new Venom solo film coming October fifth, two thousand eighteen. Oh. They are describing fun? this as a R rated horror film. <laughs> okay, well, I was wondering how they were going to make the bad guy the protagonist but get this it it might not even have spider-man in it
3: well if it's gonna be a horror film i think that's the way to go do a venom do a venom (sighs) horror film make him a bad fucking bad guy and then uh and then bring him into a spider-man movie later and he brings in more of an audience that it already had
1: yeah yeah that might work who's doing this one brian sony
2: yeah i don't think they're working with marvel on this one
1: doesn't sound like it. Sound like they're almost as bad off as DC, man.
3: Because yeah. they sold the rights These to ideas. Spider-Man, but they still got the rights to Venom. Mm. That's
2: <laughs> dumb. Terrible. <laughs> okay, uh, Josh Whedon is returning back to comic book movies. He is going to write, direct, and produce a standalone Bat- Batgirl film. Hmm. Um. I'm it. Josh Whedon's doing it. I. I he's got my. He's got my attention. Um, rumor for Batgirl, and this is only a rumor, uh, Lindsay Morgan from the show, uh, The 100, I've never seen that show. No,
1: no idea who she is.
2: Right now, they're just, uh, they just got Josh Whedon aboard, so. Right. I'm sure we'll get news on that soon.
3: You know who would be a good one? Uh, Emma, Emma, Emma Stone. <sighs> she looks funny looking to me. No, you know, Emma Stone is awesome. She is her, super sexy. Her little smirky her voice eyes are, oh, her eyes it. are too far apart. I but it's endearing.
1: Didn't she, didn't she and, already and, play Mary Jane Watson or something in one of the Spider Man movies?
3: Oh, maybe. But she looks like she could be a batgirl, you know what I mean? Sure, yeah, not, man.
1: I don't know. And she yeah, looks I super in there. They could start singing, doing some tap uh, music, all right. a little jazz.
2: <laughs> and she looks super skinny now, like a little too skinny. Oh, I don't know if I've seen her like super lately. Uh, uh that's a problem. <laughs> um, Nicholas winding. Uh, how do you say his name? Nicholas winding. Ren. Nicholas
1: Wren? winding Reffin.
2: okay. Thank you for correcting that's me. Um, thing he made that up. Um, uh, <laughs> He is officially doing the Maniac Cop remake. Ah, it has been I heard about lit.
1: this. That's got to be interesting.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: So is this going to be tongue-in-cheek, or is this going to be a serious uh, film?
2: I think it's going to be more towards serious. Wow. So um, it'll be interesting, to say the least. Um a little bit of news here. I, th- I was dying to hear your uh, input, Lance. I think you know about the escape to escape from New York remake and who's directing it.
1: Uh, I heard something about it. I, I I don't think you should mess with the original in any way, form or uh, fashion.
2: Robert Rodriguez has been confirmed oh, to I'm direct. On,
1: I'm on board. Oh yeah, down. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Okay, All right, I'm that? in. And that, and that's going to be cooler than the original.
1: Oh, I wouldn't I, say that. I, nah, it's not going to beat the Carpenter original.
2: Yeah, I just posted something about uh, the Robert Rodriguez directing Escape from New York, and I was interested in getting uh, Kevin's take on it, because he totally hates this. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, uh, I mean, he didn't leave words, but he left little little angry emoji faces and... <laughs>
3: Come on, Robert Rodriguez. Come on.
1: Yeah, it's going to be good, Kevin. You're wrong. (laughs)
3: That that dude's going to do it justice. If anybody's going to be the hell out of Witchboard.
2: Okay, Uh, moving on to the next thing. Jordan Peele is wanting to do something about the lack of young black talent behind the camera in horror. So basically, if you have a script, contact Jordan Peele, and he'll try to help you make your movie.
0: Damn.
2: And, that um, be cool.
0: well he yeah and it.
2: it will be and it will be through his production company uh, monkey Paul productions and uh, I right now he's he's uh, in demand I just checked the box office um, get out right now is at 154 million off of a 4.5 million dollar budget Wow he surprised the hell out of me man
3: it, it, it was pretty it's a pretty good movie and uh, I think he's doing the right thing right now which is trying to get cheap talent. From unheard of artists yep to uh to write this shit and come out with another hit and then
2: bam everybody makes loads of money and our final news uh Stephen King has seen the pilot for the mist says it's pretty damn good okay
1: oh wow wouldn't expect anything else <laughs> all right you guys ready to move on
2: <laughs> yep
1: <laughs> it's so it's uh <laughs> It's time. It's time for a little trip, and let's hope that that, let's hope that that uh, them them boys way up there in Alaska, have everything going good now with their with their log on here, and they don't log off, so we can all join and meet together down at the trailer park. <laughs> well, let's look at the big, the small, and sometimes the very
2: very weird. Brian, what's our first new trailer to talk about this week? First one we're going to talk about is Madre, starring, uh, bear with me, Adia, uh, Ignacia Alemán, Matisse Basse, and I'm <laughs> just going to say others. Uh, directed by Aaron Burns and um didn't recognize any didn't uh didn't recognize anything he's done but he has worked a lot with eli roth and robert rodriguez robert
1: rodriguez yep as a matter of fact he's an austin boy
2: um what did you guys think uh what did you guys think
1: of Madre? i'm looking forward to seeing it It looks creepy as hell
2: yeah man it really it really does it was uh
3: definitely psychological thriller like super creepy uh foreign language Which almost makes it creepier in a style like this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Except that you have to read subtitles the whole time. But, you know, after 10 minutes, you
2: kind of forget about it. right? Yeah. I think this is the type of movie where Mm -hmm. we're going to get an ending that we didn't see coming. Yeah, that would be cool. It's it's probably
3: going to be cool. I mean, if we're talking about it and it's not even in
2: English, then uh, it should be pretty good. Uh, and this, uh, we're getting this one uh, pretty soon, uh, April 27th. Oh, oh cool. Okay. Check
1: this one out for sure.
2: Definitely. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Okay, our next one is a movie that right now is available on DirecTV if anybody has DirecTV. I do. Rupture, starring Numi Rapace, Peter Stormare, okay. and Michael Chickless.
1: This one this one looked interesting. It kind of looked like the sa- the same setup is split a little bit there for
2: a minute. Yeah, yeah, you got a little bit of a, you know, kidnapping movie that turns into body horror. Mhm. And I'm I I probably going to check this out this week cuz I'm kind of fig- I want to figure out what what are they trying to do? Yeah. What is the test because uh the I have no idea of, what this preview is about. Yeah, cuz uh When when uh, Numi Repace's character questions what the what the serum or what the injections are, and then that girl's face just kind of disfigures by itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to figure is that what is that what they're trying to go for? I don't know because it looks Mm. super weird, but um, I'm definitely gonna check this out.
1: Oh yeah, me too, man. Yeah, I, I loved it. I mean, it had like it had pretty much everything you would want out of a horror movie. It looked
2: like. And it has fucking Peter Stormer in it, so uh, you
1: can't go wrong.
2: True. Um, like I said, uh, it's now available on Directv. If you do not have Directv, it will be available April
1: twenty eighth. Okay, I will probably watch it this week.
2: Okay, um, now into our big trailers that came out this week during uh, CinemaCon. Uh, first one we're going to talk about is Spider Man Homecoming trailer number two. Mm-hmm. Ah.
1: What's not, um, what's not to like? Am I right, guys?
2: I yeah. think, uh, mm-hmm. just from my opinion, I think they put a little too much in this trailer. You think so? Um, in the first trailer, we didn't know what was going to happen with the with the cruise ship or whatever it was. Right. That was coming apart. In this one, we kind of got a resolution to that problem, and I hated that they put that in the trailer. But it is
3: it is a very cool visual scene yes, to put in there, so I understand why they did
2: that. Mm-hmm. It's just but, I think that would have yeah. been a moment in the theater when it happened. Right. It, I, you know, me personally, I would have been like, "Yeah, Iron Man's fucking saving the day," and you know, he's gonna tell Spider Man, you know, you got a lot to learn, kid. You know, one of them type of moments. But we mm-hmm. just got that in the trailer, so yeah. But other it, than that, I, I'm. Definitely all in. I, I still stand by what I said. This is going to be the best Spider-Man we've gotten. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it will be. Um, moving on to the next trailer. Oh, Spider-Man. Uh, forgot. Uh, July 7th. Get that release date in there. Uh, uh, next trailer. The official trailer for Justice League just released.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Lance, uh,
2: we're going to start with you.
1: <laughs> I am not looking forward to this. This looks like a fucking mess, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh,
2: but
1: Wonder Woman was the only one in it that even remotely looked like she might be worth watching for a two-hour movie. Uh, you know, Batman, I had Batman looked lame as hell. Uh, Aquaman is Aquaman. They had to show Amy Adams there because she's so hot right now. She's she's one of the biggest people going. Well, the Flash looks like a little wimp. I mean, what more What more can I say?
2: Well, you got to have Amy Adams in there to let everybody know Superman's going to be in it.
1: Yeah, even um, though he's not, he didn't show up at all in the uh, in the trailer.
2: I do like that. I d- I don't mm-hmm. want to see him in any trailers. Oh, they'll, we, put we him, they'll
3: put him. They'll tease about it
2: at least. I <laughs> don't want it. We know he's gonna be there. It's the yeah. Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um, I do agree with you on Wonder Woman. I just I just feel like every time I see her on screen, she looks badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the new Wonder Woman preview, holy shit! I saw it in theaters. I haven't and, seen uh, that one yet? I haven't seen it.
3: Yet was yet. cool as shit, man. Yes, like, it, yes, it is. This one looks like they're gonna do it right. I'm excited about this one. It looks I cool. Hope,
1: I hope you. I hope you're right, but I'm going to uh, reserve judgment, as they say.
2: <laughs> I know. Um, I didn't really have a lot of problems with this trailer. I do. At first, my only problem was. Uh, I thought Cyborg was a little too too much CG. A little CG, yeah, it? me too, <laughs> but, yeah. But that. then I I kind of thought about it. His character, I don't know if if anybody wants to correct me, Patrick, anybody Patrick probably will. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, uh, as far as his character, um, his technology is constantly updating and upgrading. So I think they might have had to go this route because if that's what his character is, he's he's going to be constantly changing. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So, but other than that, I mean, I
3: that I don't. Know. I love I love Jason Momoa, dude. I think that like even if the Aquaman movie is terrible, I want to see him in it.
2: I, I I like that, dude. You know, I I'm rooting for this movie. I want a good DC movie. I want yeah. I want to be like. Aquaman at the end of this trailer when he was like yeah! I want to jump up in the theater and I want to yell in someone's face yeah! yeah there you go.
3: But,
2: <laughs> you know, fingers crossed.
3: Um, well just after rewatching so many games, Game of Thrones things, dude, Khal Drogo is a bad motherfucker and he is yeah. he plays that shit to a T. And if you can there, do
2: that with Aquaman mm, There oh, yeah. is a lot of people saying that he's going to be the breakout of this movie. Yeah, I'm hoping. Which I hope so. You know, I, I like. I like because nobody Fox.
3: else is fucking doing it, man. I don't. I don't know that I want to see a flash movie. Sorry.
2: I, as far <laughs> as I've been reading, they still don't even have a director after the last two or three left. So I don't even know if we're getting one. But um, yeah, Justice League, November seventeenth. Um, before we get to the final trailer, you guys check out the new uh, War for the Planet <laughs> of the Apes trailer.
1: Uh yeah, oh, I yeah. did see that.
2: I did see. I that. am super pumped for this movie. It looks cool, huh? Yeah. do you, Do you guys think this is the last one in this story? They kind of make it out to be. Yeah, like this <laughs> is like it right here. This 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 battle is going to be, you know, to who reigns supreme. You know, right?
1: I don't know, um, man. They haven't, in my opinion, they haven't missed a beat once. You know, both, seriously, two both movies have been great.
2: Yeah, since they
3: came out with James Franco, man, they yep. uh they really have kicked ass since
2: then. Not a one of them has been bad. Yeah, I totally agree. Just keep Tim that, Burton far, far away from this. Franchise oh, they go they again. got him as far <laughs> as possible. Okay, now on to my opinion, my favorite trailer of this week. Stephen uh, King. Oh Ed yeah, Hubbard. yes. <laughs> All right, I was starring. So to say that. Starring Bill Skarsgård, Finn Wolfhard, Javier Botet, Nicholas Ham- Hamilton, Megan Carpentier, and Jaden Lieberher, and many others. And this is directed by Andreas Musch- Muschetti. I'm fucking everybody's name up. He was Close the director of Mama. He was the director of right. Mama. The machete.
1: and that was pretty good.
2: Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I, I I enjoyed it. Um. This trailer, I've been putting this movie in the news ever since we started this, doing this show because yes, I've, anticip- I've been anticipating this, and this trailer gave me everything I wanted. Right, I am right. fully on board with this movie. Yeah, man, I, I
3: completely agree with you. Like when I, I we've been talking about it news forever now, and uh, I've been. Still a little bit leery. I'm like, man, I don't know. The old one was so good. Or at least the first half of it was. You know, I I hate to see him mess that up. Let's see what happens. And uh, that came out with this trailer. And I'm telling you, I had goosebumps through the entire thing. It was great. That was going to be my cool of the week. Except that I knew we were doing it in the preview section.
2: Right. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> Stephen, Stephen King has seen the movie. And he said it it succeeds beyond his expectations. It looks scary mm. as and I, shit. And
1: again, of course, it's he's going to say that. But uh, yeah, uh, the the feeling uh. I got when I was watching the trailer was it it took me right back to when I read the book. And I and I probably read the book just a couple of years after it actually came out. So it's been a really long time. But it I think it captured the book in the way the miniseries didn't, at least from the trailer. Yes. If it's like that, I'm on board hundred percent
2: a uh, little fact about the trailer um it just recently broke the online global traffic record uh, really? the previous record was 197 million views within the first 24 hours or oh, no that it set the record at 197 i believe the previous record was something like 30 million less than that right no no and joke
1: it,
3: the first time i saw this preview my wife shared it on facebook Before the Horror Returns ever got it. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) So it's obviously all over the place.
2: Yeah. (laughs) uh, Apparently, um, it's at 246 million views so far. Wow. Because everybody I know that's seen the trailer has seen the trailer multiple times. Oh, yeah. I went back. I know myself. I I watched it a few times. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, September 8th. I I am going to be there opening night. So yep. the,
1: big quest, the big question is, Brian, do you know if it's going to be R-rated?
2: Yes, I believe so. Okay. yeah, um, it needs I can,
1: to be. Fuck, it I, better I,
2: be. <laughs> I can double-check right there, but as far as I know, it's supposed to be uh, both movies. Mm-hmm. Because uh, this is the first of two movies. Right. Which I like they focus on this one because I don't even think they've casted for the second movie yet. So I think all their focus was get this okay. right. Get it out there.
1: Right. Okay. As well, it should be. So, is that in uh, for the uh, trailers?
2: Yep, yeah, uh, it is rated R. All right, cool. Yep, and that was our final trailer.
3: Patrick Lear, uh, once again, he saw the uh, the It trailer, and he says that he is in. Uh. We've also gotten a lot of positive feedback from our March Madness show. Uh, so much so, in fact, that we're already planning the follow up show, and it will definitely be before next March. Uh, thanks again to Mark, Patrick, Christy, and Kevin for helping us out there. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, you should definitely check it out. It was super fun.
2: Can I just say, Christy was an all star on that show. There no was a shit, couple. Right? I, I'll just say, if I was involved in that, I'm, she might have swayed my vote my on a couple of really? times because she made, she made some very good points. Yeah,
3: she swayed mine a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, our friend from the UK, Nate Peterson, chimes in on The Black Coat's Daughter. Uh, watched this a year ago. Not very good. Uh, you guys may like it. It's got a passable score on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, but I found it boring and pretentious. well yeah thanks for the warning nate Uh, that's yeah i'm gonna take that off at this point yeah no kidding right
1: (laughs) if a british guy found it pretentious ah
3: (laughs) you guys can check it out if you want to but this blows right (laughs) (laughs) thanks nate thanks for the warning man uh and regarding the poster for Child Eater, uh Stephen Lowblad says that it looks fucking creepy. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure I agree with that. <laughs> Child Eater. Yeah. <laughs> creepy fucking what is that? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got a, we got a, we got a Facebook request. Okay, so uh it's from Jay Roberto and Tony Ricardo Black (laughs) Roberto Roberto Antonio Ricardo is all one word (laughs) Uh, he says hey horror team I recently came across a show I used to love as a kid and can't wait to revisit and hope it still holds up Uh, Friday the 13th the series uh, this is in no relation to the movie franchise it's about cursed items that were sold through an antique or pawn shop and the new owners have to track them down and deal with the powers and people they possess Uh, My question is, have y'all seen this, and do you have any plans to do any retrospects, uh, reviews, or commentaries on shows like this one? Others I remember are Tales from the Dark Side and Tales from the Crypt, with Outer Limits and even Twilight Zone being related in a way. Uh, Would love to hear your thoughts on these shows and see if they still hold up after all these years. Uh, I will definitely try Friday the 13th. Enjoy the show every week. You guys are awesome. Even Lance. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right, high <Yeah>, praise.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Even Lance, <laughs> man, that totally made me nostalgic. Man, I that would be a fun show. Go back and check out some of the the old series. I, yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen Friday the Thirteenth. It sounds familiar
2: though. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but it was it was very interesting, especially because it does not have nothing to do with this uh, with the movie.
1: No, not at all. No, it was about a brother and sister that owned like kind of a resale shop, and they they, they would actually purchase items, kind of like a uh, kind of a, a little bit a, a little bit of what the conjuring did with that little room that the that they had with the Annabelle doll and all the different items in it. They like, were like goosebumps. Yeah, well, they would go out <laughs> and they would actually they would actually hunt down uh, items that were cursed and uh, put them in in the in the warehouse so no one else could be hurt by them. Is that pretty close oh, Brian, to what it was like?
2: Yeah, I think so. That Man, sounds, that sounds uh, yeah. really super cool. familiar.
1: <laughs> my, first, yeah, I, uh, my first experience with the drug ecstasy is we were <laughs> sitting around <laughs> a group of people and watching that. And I remember uh, the intro came on where it was like going down a hallway and all these cursed items were like floating towards you. and I kind of started tripping.
2: <laughs>
1: it was an interesting watch for sure.
2: <laughs> sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've probably seen... Um, uh, a few episodes of Tales from the Crypt because that was my show back in the day. Yeah, and I, I've yeah. seen I've seen some recently, and um, I still think that show holds up.
3: It's a cool show, man. The whole Crypt Keeper and everything, ah, it yeah. was
2: great, man. That's that's nostalgia. That's that's it right there. I know, um, what is the show, uh, the one from, uh, about, uh, it's not about A Nightmare on Elm Street, but, uh, Freddy's Nightmares.
1: Oh, yes. That was around the same time as the Friday the 13th series. Yeah, that's, like, um. late 80s, early 90s. I don't know. Ro- yeah,
2: Yeah, Freddy's that's on, Nightmares. uh, that's on Robert Rodriguez's, uh, channel right now, uh, the L. Oh, Ray wow. channel. Okay. I think it comes on, like, late at night, but, um, I think it comes on a, a couple times, uh, a couple days out of the week, so, if anybody wants to check those out.
1: Yeah, that sounds like that stuff's all worth a revisit for sure. Maybe maybe in a different frame of mind this time, but, uh, you know, it <laughs> definitely sounds like a good idea.
3: Maybe leave yeah. the ecstasy at home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I think that's uh, think that's about it for our listener feedback this week. Uh, thanks to everybody who reaches out to us. We love the feedback. As always, you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page, uh, or you can email us directly at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Uh, we love to hear from you. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, um, all the stuff, the things. Check us out on the things. On the things. On the things. The social things. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. On that note, uh, you guys ready for our featured attractions? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, This week, we plug into the future with Ghost in the Shell as well as the original The Matrix. So we'll start out with the 1999 film The Matrix. Director and writers were the Wachowskis, also known for Speed Racer, Cloud, Atlas, and Bound. You guys ever seen Bound?
2: No, fortunately. I, I have wanted to, Fortunately, I've seen Speed Racer. <laughs>
1: uh, Speed Racer wasn't their best, but uh, uh, Bound was. I think it's the one with Jennifer Tilly in it.
2: Oh, I have seen um, that one.
1: Yeah, she falls in love with uh, Gina Gershon's character, right?
2: Isn't uh, what is his name? Uh, Joey Pants? Isn't he in that? Joe uh, Joe Leone
1: yeah he shows up in a lot of these wachowski movies doesn't he
2: i think so yeah
1: okay yeah yeah i haven't i haven't seen it but i've heard a lot of really good things about it
2: yeah Um, i've seen it a long time ago i don't really remember it though
1: yeah i was reading about it uh researching this a little bit i'm yeah i'm definitely gonna check it out it definitely sounds interesting you know it's not your not your typical love story by any stretch of the imagination Something about stolen mob money and, you know, they're trying to get away with it or something like that. Uh,
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, it looked interesting to me. Um, But now here's talking about interesting. (laughs) See if you guys can believe this. This is some interesting trivia. Uh, Will Smith was actually approached to play Neo. (laughs) (laughs) That (laughs) would have been a
3: different movie.
0: (laughs)
1: That would have been a different movie. Um, Yeah. Thank God he turned down the offer in order to star in wild wild west
2: <laughs> good choice <laughs> yep
1: <laughs> smith smith later admitted that at the time he was not mature enough as an actor and that if given the role he would have messed it up says he had no regret saying that keanu was brilliant as neo now that's now that's a that's a gentleman there for
3: sure a big man yeah um, this well, is smith interesting was good dude
1: Hey, Gill- Gillian Anderson turned down the role of Trinity. Oh, I would have loved to see that. And get these two guys Gary Oldman as well as Samuel L. Jackson were both considered for the role of Morpheus.
2: Um, I can maybe, see that. Maybe Gary Oldman.
3: Maybe. Uh, I could totally see Samuel L. Jackson, but. Could you? In the, this, Taking I love it seriously though. I mean, it wouldn't he be yeah.
1: more tongue? Put a tongue-in-cheek spin on it nah, or try to?
3: I think he could nail it. But so? as much as I love Samuel L. Jackson, right. dude, Lawrence Fishburne in this movie was outstanding.
1: Well, tell us all about it, man, Philip. How how was this movie?
3: Uh, well, I, I guess that's the end of our trivia, huh? that's it (laughs) okay cool (laughs) good timing yeah this was a a, this is a classic this one was great this was why i was excited about this week i wanted to watch uh the matrix again Mm -hmm. and uh it didn't disappoint i mean some of the effects are you can tell that they were from that era but they're not terrible at all and uh the story was great. I love that they put it from Neo's point of view and you kind of see it from his point of view because they explain everything to you because Neo is new to this world. And so are you. So it, 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 it gives you a really good description of what's happening. And then when it happens, you're that much more invested in it. And, uh, it, great movie, great movie. I loved rewatching it. It was uh, probably, it, if it was allowed to be a cool of the week, it probably would have been.
2: Question is, do you love rewatching the next two Matrix movies?
3: Nah, really. This was. <laughs> <laughs> This was this was great. I kind of wish it had been just a standalone movie because I love the way that it ended even, you know, mm-hmm. where it kind of still left it open. But he was God all of a sudden. I It, it, it was so cool,
2: man. They should have just left it the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, on the show. I'm probably known as the guy that watches all the sequels. I do own the sequels, but uh-huh. I chose not to watch them.
0: <laughs> because
2: I would probably say there's probably, you know, the second one, I really enjoyed the freeway scene, and then that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and they um, had some cool characters that came in, yeah. I thought. But, um, yeah, this movie's a classic. Yeah. Um, there's so many iconic things that came from this, you know, the the bullet time, uh, oh, yeah. slow-mo oh, sure. effects. Uh, yeah, this is the
3: first time they did any
2: of that shit. Yeah, the, yeah, the, uh, the
1: camera—the camera going all the way around, like they use the multiple yeah.
2: cameras. That—that that got really big after that. Uh, the blue pill, red pill was iconic. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um Yeah, and I—I I mean, uh, Keanu's had some very big action films before this, but I think this really put him out there as an action star. I think so. And I—I don't—I don't really think we would have got like movies like John Wick, um, if he uh-huh. hadn't done this kind of movie. Honestly. Very true. And um, yeah, it it is very, very. And I, I want to put in a little uh, a couple of casting uh, things that almost happened mm-hmm. uh, when you get into the series. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith almost wasn't in this movie. Okay. Um, do you guys remember the singer Aaliyah?
1: Yeah, of course.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She was originally casted, but she had passed away. And um another person that was supposed to be in this, um I forget his name in the movie. He he's uh, he's Jada's uh she's he's part of the crew, the the Asian guy. I don't know if you guys even remember this second um, or third movie.
1: I'm not sure what actor you're talking about. The only the only other actor I was really familiar with was Marcus Chong, the guy that played Tank, and that's just cause he was Tommy Chong's uh son.
2: Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I Jet, had no idea. <laughs> yeah, J- Jet Lee was supposed to be in this series too. Oh, Whoa. no kidding. But, that, uh, that actually could have out. been really good. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. See I, you're talking about like the Matrix two and three and shit though, huh?
2: Yeah, well, originally, yeah. you know, they were supposed to be involved more yeah. throughout the series. I just want to throw those in there because I think some of these some of these castings could have made the series a little yeah, bit better. Yeah, that's true. Possibly. But,
0: you but, know,
3: yeah. and I was never a big fan of Trinity, to be honest with you. Although really? Yeah, going back and watching it though, I mean, she still got a weird look to her, but she was definitely pulling off the uh, the the leather matrix hot chick thing.
2: You know what? I I actually enjoyed her in this one. I think as the the series went on, her character kind of got ruined for me. Yeah, well, I, I I really liked her in this one. I don't know about uh, what's her name, Jillian uh, Jillian. Um, Anderson? Anderson. Yeah, I don't know if oh, she uh, could have pulled this off from uh, the ex. So. I mean, I she don't was care. if she was she, in it I I would have watched it. <laughs> she was a
1: pretty hot hot name at the time. I guess she still is, but uh no, I I I think the casting was was spot on. It's especially at least for this first film. No doubt about it.
2: Yeah, yeah. let's not let's not forget about um uh Mr. Smith or Agent Smith. Oh, yeah. Right. He did really kick ass. Yeah, what is, the actor's, what is the actor's name that played uh, Mr. Weaving. Smith? Yes, he is phenomenal in everything yeah. he's uh, in. He
1: was really yeah. good in this one, man. Yeah, <laughs>
2: definitely
3: was... good in this one. Cipher, I can't got him remember. Role in
1: Lord of the Rings.
3: Oh yeah, I've yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, that's cipher. Uh, I can't remember his name in real life. Oh, uh,
2: he... Joey, Joey Pants. Yeah, Joey, yeah Joey, oh, Joey that guy. Yeah. So Joey
3: <laughs> Pants. Man, he's great in this, dude. Everybody yeah. is great in this. It's so believable. Mm-hmm. Everything that everything that everybody puts across is just so believable and great. You know, it's a classic movie. It's top ten probably ever.
1: Well, I'll I'll put it to you this to you guys this way, Nin, nineteen ninety nine. It's it's no it's no secret if you've known me long enough. You you know that that was that's my favorite year probably in film ever. ever period. So, 1999 brought us just to name a few movies from that year: uh, Fight Club, the original Blair Witch Project, Wow, uh, Office Space, one of the one of the best, one of my favorite comedies of all time. Yeah,
0: definitely, Um, absolutely.
1: Stephen King's The Green Mile, uh, and then way up there at the top, almost close to this one, would be American Beauty and The Sixth Sense. And out of all the films of that year, this was far and away my favorite. And I think a lot of it had to do with the acting. I thought that the uh, the special effects were way ahead of their time. The yeah. way that they filmed when when a scene at the beginning, I was like, this movie kind of has a green tint to it. You know, I was trying to figure out if anybody else in the theater noticed that. And then come to find out, that's because all the scenes that they're filming in the Matrix, they had they had like a green tint behind it. So you kind of knew when you were in the Matrix or when you were in the real world that way.
2: Mm-hmm. And the
1: fact the fact that he was a computer hacker, I think. I think made a lot of sense that he's somebody that's enough of a genius and and knows code enough that he was able to at least come close to the intelligence of these uh you know these artificial intelligence creatures that that were man made that kind of took over i mean it's it's a story it, it's an old story you know I mean you get it's basically you know the Terminator did this exact storyline a number of other movies have too and I mean it's it's probably inevitable. <laughs> That something like this is going to happen or we're going to have to have to make some changes so that it doesn't. But it's very it's highly believable. And the fact that they said it was like 200 years in the future and yet you think you're still in 1999 and that's when the movie came out. That that alone kind of creeped me out it was that that gets your wheel spinning a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: um, one one of the best films I've ever seen in my life as far as uh, who they who they picked to, to play the parts was just perfect. Um, and I never thought Keanu was that great of an actor, but man, he pulled it off in this one.
2: You know, I think he is. I mean, I'm not going to put him in like a Oscar type movie. I just think he he doesn't shine when he's he he needs the right project. And I think uh, you can I get can't, you can get something good out of him.
3: I can't remember a movie that I've seen him in that I didn't like.
2: Of anything, he's been I,
1: he's been in some duds for sure, man. Has he? Well, a lot of the time, it just seems like he's not really acting. I mean, do you guys really liked uh, the Devil's Advocate, for example.
3: Oh, I love the Devil's Advocate. I
1: uh, wasn't a huge I, fan, and I didn't. I didn't think I Steve loved was his that accent great. in it. <laughs> Tell us about that, Brian.
2: I loved his. Uh, what was his character from Florida? He <laughs> had kind of like... a Southern Florida accent. Uh, right. It was. It, it was amazing, but I i more so love that uh, movie for Al Pacino because he just went full on crazy in that movie.
3: Yeah, but I really like Keanu in it too, man. And I, you know, Bill and Ted, come on. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: absolutely. Well, Bill,
1: Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted's a classic mm-hmm. for a whole whole different reason. But like that 47 Ronin movie wasn't very good. I, I know he's been in a few others that that I thought, bomb. yeah. But yeah, hey, so like you guys have, disagree with me, that's all good.
3: It may have bombed, but even the 47 Ronin thing was it was all right, man. It was like it wasn't as good as like the last samurai, but right. uh, uh but it was still pretty cool, you know? And
1: I think Keanu is cool enough to pull off that kind of role. He's a cool guy. I like him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's definitely the essence of cool in this movie. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. So speaking of you guys, we're talking about Joey Pants. What did what did you guys did you catch? Because I didn't the first time I watched it. All the little hints they were throwing out there, like where somebody would sneak up on him, he look around, and stuff like that. But did you, did you guys kind of on this on this next viewing kind of catch the little tells they were given that he was going to be the one that kind of gave him away?
2: Yeah, yeah, on this one. But initially, no. You know, I I thought they played it off pretty good Mm -hmm. until they until he had that meeting with Agent Smith. I was like, Oh, you asshole. You're you're the one that's gonna bring all this down. And I was kinda I was a little mad because I really like I really like him as an actor. And I was like, it's gotta be you out of everybody.
3: Well that's what I was gonna say. It's it's hard to it's hard to even on the second watching see him as the bad guy because he's such a likable character. And then uh and then he turns on him, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. But watching it now, you do get them hints, especially the jealousy he had uh, with Trinity. Sure. As he, you know, he notices how she looks at him, and so watching it now, yeah, you you kind of get it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I another iconic scene for me personally was uh, the training scene. I thought that was cool as shit. Oh yeah, all yeah, you have was- to do. Yeah, all you had. I'm gonna learn jujitsu. You know, right. <laughs> the iron s- fist. Take notes. Exactly. <laughs> so many, but see, Keanu is he's for real about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the train, the, the martial arts training, the you know, the training with weapons. You know, there's there's a little feature on YouTube for uh, John Wick Two where he he's learning all of that stuff and takes it very. He takes, yeah, it, very ser- cool. he takes it very seriously. Yeah. So I'm not good. saying he's he's John Wick in real life but you know he he knows some stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I I feel sorry for anybody that tried to run up on him real quick.
0: <laughs>
2: but yeah, the, I really just, you know, the whole him getting, you know, hooked up and just downloading all these fight styles and then of course, you know, Morpheus is like show me. Show me what you know.
3: Right? Well, and then everybody is like
2: holy shit.
3: Morpheus is fighting Neo. We all got to go check it out. <laughs> and everybody goes and watches it, which builds up this whole the one thing that much more. And that's mm. that's the part that I love about this movie, the one. You know, you're really – you got to root for him, you know? Mm-hmm. And, then, and, uh, and when he comes just badass fucking god
2: mode by the end of it. Oh, uh, the, the, the lobby scene. The shootout, yeah, the shootout in the lobby scene right there. That's
3: that's classic in any action movie ever. Oh man, that's that's one of the tops, definitely. <laughs> this movie is just so kick ass. There's every scene in it is awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a masterpiece, man. The, nothing short of a masterpiece. You guys ready for score? So we can move on to the new one.
2: Yeah, let's do it, Philip. I think it'd be a travesty
3: not to give it a ten.
1: Whoa! Wow. Yeah. Oh man! All right, Tim. Yeah, that's that's uh, pretty high up there, Brian. What do you think?
2: Um, I'm almost there, but I'm I'm gonna give it a 9.5. I'll be this damaged. movie is completely. This has so much rewatchability. Right. I you know this is a movie that I can pop in and not get tired of it, and like you said, Lance, I think everybody was uh, casted perfectly in this movie, and there's there's a lot of iconic action scenes in it, and it's. Almost perfect, Mm -hmm. but it might be perfect. But some, some in me just can't give it a ten for some reason. But I'm gonna (laughs) give it a nine point five.
1: Yeah, I'm also giving it a nine point five. I mean, like I said, my favorite favorite film in the year of favorite films. The the, there's only a few movies that I would consider, you know, up in this up in this rare air. I mean, it's just got everything you would want in a movie. It's got first of all, it's got a it's got an absolutely seamless storyline. It could be true. There's no way to disprove the fact that it it could actually be happening. This may be a documentary for all we know. Yeah. I mean, who's to say? It's got all those action scenes in it. It's got great great character development. I mean, there's just nothing missing from this movie. Excellent. Uh,
2: Before we move on to the next movie, quick question. With all the talk of the the remake, reboot, prequel, whatever they're calling it, Mm -hmm. as good as this is and as shitty as the next two are, Right. Do you think there needs to be more Matrix movies?
1: I don't think there needs to be. What do you think, Phil? No,
3: I mean, there definitely doesn't need to be. But, I mean, I, I, they're remaking everything. And I guess, you know, people have – we've only been making movies for, what, like 100 years or so. And uh, eventually all those stories are just going to get retold. It's kind of human nature. So
1: mm-hmm.
3: that happens. What are you gonna do?
1: Yeah, good point. I mean I, I think that I think that it's not necessary at all, but I guess if it turns out good, it could it could be as long as they don't try to retell the same exact story.
0: Yeah.
2: You
1: know, like you were like you were hinting at a couple of weeks ago, Brian, where there's all these different things going on in the Matrix universe. In fact, maybe yeah, even that,
2: all these different worlds. That's where I would be on board if mm-hmm. we got we got other stories than what we that, got. That would be cool.
1: I I'd give it and, a shot. It might or maybe
2: wait
3: another 10 years, you know?
1: A little too soon, maybe?
3: Yeah, maybe it's a little too soon. Because this is still totally watchable. It's not really mm-hmm. outdated at all. Right. You know, except the little, you know, flip cell phones that they have. <laughs> Aside from that. <laughs>
1: and the payphones they had to run Yeah to, to the payphones
3: and the, the actual phones <laughs> ringing that right. my kids probably don't even know what the hell they are <laughs>
1: right hey but it but it works because it's a replica of 1999 so no matter when True. when this comes out or when it happens I mean you could oh. you could go back into a, a matrix movie that's a replica of 1938 you know what Good i mean point. it's a period so, piece huh that'd be interesting <laughs> You know, I'll give I'll give it a shot. We'll see we'll see if it's any good. It's supposed to be a movie, not a TV series, right, Brian?
2: Yeah, they're talking movie, many movies, but it's all talk right now. So right, eh,
1: we'll see. Time will tell, yeah. huh? All right, so we'll move on to our next movie, which is uh, the brand new Scarlett Johansson film, Ghost in the Shell. Uh, director was uh, Ru- Rupert Sanders, also known for Snow White and the Huntsman and Black Hole. Writers were Jamie Moss, who's also known for Street Kings. Uh, speaking of which, wasn't Keanu in that one?
2: Yes, he was. And Captain America.
1: And William Wheeler, also <laughs> known for Queen of Katwe, as well as the upcoming Lego Ninjago movie. Uh, more more casting trivia here, guys. Margot Robbie was considered for the role of the major.
2: This would have oh. been fucking horrible. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say it right now this would have been fucking horrible
3: uh she'd have brought maybe a little more sex to it i don't know uh, <laughs> sexier
2: than scarlett johansson you would think fucking i no, don't like she, even consider I'll, it
3: i'll reserve my right to judge in a minute i'll, <laughs> I'll wait until we get into our reviews <laughs> okay
1: mark sam riley was in talks for the role of hideo Cuse. The title of the film, and, and, and most people probably already know this, but we'll cover it just because it's sort of the basic. But the, uh, the title of the film and its source material is a play on Ghost in the Machine, which is a concept and philosophy first used by Arthur Kessler in his 1967 book of the same name. In it, he argues against the traditional Cartesian mind body duality of the human mind, which traditionally saw the human body as a sort of complex machine. With the soul or mind inside of it controlling it, so I'm sure everybody's familiar with that uh, with that concept or that philosophy. Um, and of course, this was originally a Japanese uh, comic, and then it was made into an anime film and a series. Uh, Brian, what'd you think about this, man?
2: Um, you know what? I watched the the anime film last night, and really? I was bored as shit. Oh, really?
1: Oh, I hate hearing yeah. that. I really wanted to see that, actually.
2: Um I don't think I was also I wasn't in the right state of mind to be watching an anime movie. Right? <laughs> I'll just put it at that. Um but I was a little worried going into this cuz from what I'm understanding, you know, this was going to be exactly like the anime but live right. action. But um as we got into the movie, I really enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed the action. I enjoyed it very well shot. Um I like the the you know the um I can't even think of the word. Uh, It was filmed beautifully. The cinematography, yes. Thank you, thank you. I kind of had a brain fart there.
1: Um, (laughs) It looked nice. uh, (laughs) It was yes, yes. Uh, (laughs) Scarlett (laughs)
2: Johansson is a badass, and she looks good as hell doing it too. Oh yeah. And um, I thought I thought the, the story moved along a lot better for me personally watching the live action version version than the anime.
1: Hmm. Well, that's um, interesting. How did, not to interrupt, but how did, how yeah. did the
2: storyline compare? Was it the same
1: exact story?
2: Like I said, it wasn't in the right, uh, shouldn't have been watching it. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of, you don't remember but, uh, it totally. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, from watching the movie, um, there was a lot of shot for shot stuff. Okay. Some stuff I'll bring up in, uh, spoilers. That I was kind of like, thought I was going to see in the movie, but didn't see. But mm-hmm. overall, I, I, I had fun watching this movie and to me this this kind of puts if Black Widow didn't put her as an action star I think this kind of threw that in there too and um, I have no problem watching her uh, carry on an action movie I think she's fucking amazing and she's better than Margot Robbie I'll just put that out <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, um, I I definitely enjoyed this movie a lot more than I thought I was going to. I really, uh, I was really kicking myself that I didn't get a chance to see the anime version first. Because I had a bad feeling that this was going to be a, a, a horrible uh, a ghost, if you will, of the anime. I didn't think it was going to be nearly as good for some reason. I don't know where I got that idea. I don't know where I got the idea that Scarlett Johansson wasn't going to be good in the role. Because she was really, really good. I mean, it's like her facial expressions told nothing. I mean, she basically was in an android body that felt no pain.
2: I totally agree with you. the way The way she moved and everything, the, the way she would walk down the hall and then turn and walk, you know, into the next room, mm-hmm. it was very, you know, robotic.
1: She had it down, and I thought the guy that played her uh, her partner, uh, Bat- Batu or whatever his name was, I thought that guy did a really good job too.
2: Yeah, yeah another, another thing I'm I'm a touch on in spoilers. That I have a, I just I just want to get your guys' take on it. But mm-hmm. I'm sorry to interrupt you.
1: No, that's cool, man. I thought I thought that the Doctor uh, Juliette Binoche played the the Doctor. That I guess uh, none of this is spoilery. I mean, you you know it right up front. The the one yes. who basically created uh, Major. You know, yes. by taking a human brain and putting it in an android body, I thought that I thought that the story arc that she went through was pretty believable. You know, I, I believed her character when she was in a certain scene, and then when she was in a different scene, you know, the changes that she was going through. I thought I thought her character grew quite a bit, and um, I thought that the uh, once you finally find out who the who the main uh, baddie is or whatever you want to call, uh, I thought that was that was pretty well acted as well. So. I was very surprised. I, I knew the special effects were going to be phenomenal. I didn't think they were going to be quite this good. I, I thought it was really neat. It reminded me a whole lot of the, uh, uh, the, the Spielberg movie that's coming out that I read the book for called Ready Player One. Yes. Um, reading through that and the way they had people living in the apartments that they had them set up in and stuff like that. Um, with different l- uh, levels and stuff like that because you have so much overpopulation that you have to start building upward instead of outward. Um, I thought they captured that really well. I love those uh, holograms. like all around the city, there were like advertisement holograms, like it was basically like billboards out of control where it mm-hmm. was like uh, gigantic <laughs> size holograms of people like using a product or you know lifting weights or something like that. I thought that was that was really neat. Japan um, yeah. needs a pop-up blocker. <laughs> you know what? There you go, man. Just all in all, I was I was I was really pleasantly surprised. Now, Philip, I know you were really looking forward to this movie.
3: Um, I was. I was really more looking forward to watching The Matrix again. Um, but I was looking forward to this one. I expected kind of a lot about it uh, out of it. Um, because Scarlett Johansson is super hot. And uh, to quote the great Sir Mix-a-Lot, I like big butts, and I cannot lie. Uh, and she, <laughs> she was looking good in this one. Uh, but yeah, she played so much of the robot that, uh, I kind of wish that maybe she'd have sexed it up a little more. Um, that might've gotten what? my interest a little more in this movie, man. Uh, I, that's not who I she think was, it was though, just, man. Come on. I know, I know, but I needed something. I, I got bored halfway through it, man. I think that, uh, it was, it was fun to watch still, but it was really just okay for me um oh, I, i'm
1: surprised okay yeah all right. i, I really
3: twist. i think i expected more out of it i wanted more i think that the cast was there i think the acting was there uh the story was there it just wasn't put together right for me i don't know and the i i didn't i didn't really like the effects i didn't like the special effects at all i thought that uh all the, the it, it almost fell into the same downfall as like a, a an Iron Fist did, where uh, the fight <laughs> um, scene, on, no way, <laughs> where the fight scenes were just not as cool as they should have been, and like all the cool moments in the fight scenes, you already saw them in the previews. There were no more cool moments in fight scenes except that what they showed at the previews. Oh, the rest man. of it was just like what are you talking.
1: talking about, dude. Those creepy ass robots, man. Come on, dude. That was some really Japanese good special effects. They were
3: dude. super cool. Okay. The Japanese robots were super creepy. I love it. I saw it in the previews. <laughs> 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 Every, everything that's really cool about this movie, you saw in the previews. The rest of it is. Uh, is, is some story. Uh, some of it's cool. I I still I really like the casting. I really like the acting. I just maybe it just wasn't put together right for me, man. It just didn't didn't quite do it for me.
1: Man, that's uh yeah, that's the exact opposite because I went in expecting nothing and I really enjoyed myself. And you sound like you had the opposite. Uh, I mean, what was your takeaway, Brian?
2: I like I said I had a lot of fun with this. A lot I, of also fun ride. I also came in. I also. I also came in not expecting a lot. I I knew I was going to get something good from Scarlet, Mm -hmm. but I, I, you know, the overall story. And for me, I thought the action was there. I thought the story was there. The acting was there and a lot of cool images and the technology that they, you know, in this world was, was crazy. I, you know, I don't, I would never even compare this to Iron Fist because that, <laughs> you, know, you know, what, you know, what can be,
1: I seen, Phillips a, is I seen fucking with us, man,
2: come on. I seen something on Facebook, how they, they did, they put up a meme. Uh, the Iron Fist fighting was like that. You guys ever see Bowfinger?
1: Uh, maybe <laughs> that sounds uh, like
2: Steve Martin, Steve Martin and, uh, Eddie Murphy. Eddie
1: Murphy. Ah, I've heard uh, of oh, it. I've
2: heard of I know it. what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, if you guys haven't checked it out, uh, there's a meme going around. The fighting was just like the, the the last scene in in that movie. And if you guys don't know what it is, check out the very last scene of Bowfinger, and that explains Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I would never compare this to Iron Fist. Okay. This is way beyond, way above and beyond Iron Fist. So her
3: little like kicks around the pole that she did were pretty kick ass. That was a cool fight scene. Um, but I'm like, I'm talking about some of the effects. Like she had one where she was like jumping up a building real fast mm-hmm. and it had that like, uh, that lord of the rings kind of gumby animation
2: okay
1: i i'm talking about i will give no, you that I have no one fucking she, idea what you're talking about that shit I,
3: I I me insane i yeah. fucking hate it i know i know
2: what he uh, there there's some scenes that with uh we're going to get into lord of the rings talk uh with uh, what is his name <laughs> Le- legolas yeah right? there's some scenes and as much as i love that movie there are some scenes where legolas he kind of looks like a cartoon character jumping on stuff <laughs> okay. yeah
3: well, they I, did Spider Man a lot too, right? I do, I do I know what name the movies because I, every time I see that scene, it drives me and fucking
2: infuriates me. Same I exact do. scene, I, huh? I, I, do know, I do know, what <laughs> I, I do know what scene you're talking about in Ghost in the Shell, where it looked a little cartoony.
1: That like was, maybe the speed wasn't quite right or something, or no, the way she landed. Uh, wasn't the quite the
3: right. movement wasn't something was you wrong. Gotcha. Movement, okay, fair
2: yeah. enough. <laughs> uh, another another example a movie we reviewed earlier that we all really liked uh split right when he was uh when he was crawling up the wall okay. yeah
3: okay uh yeah i guess i could i, I don't know if it's comparable
2: <laughs> I really that, don't. as far as i can remember that's just one scene <laughs> yeah there, there was a lot of good shit in this movie.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. But then like the hologram things and they're they're that far into the future where they can implant people with robotics and their holograms are still jumping around like they're in fucking.
1: Ah, That is out of. Dude. Give me a I drink, don't know. Man. Man, no, I man. love that. I love that. <laughs> this is a super creepy movie, dude. This was really almost a horror movie in certain places. All the body horror, the Cronenberg-esque the, the body horror in this movie. And just the fact that you're trapped in something and people can just bend you to their will and do things with you. And, oh, man, it just gave me the creeps. I just <laughs> thought it was a really, really well-written story and a, yeah. a good-acted movie. And I, I, I just got a lot more out of it than I expected. It was just a good, hard science fiction movie.
2: Yeah, I, I think we should get in ratings because I think we're kind of on that line. Yeah, we're the, it it yeah. On, aren't we? Yeah. Okay,
1: all right, fair enough, Philip. Or No, uh, Brian, you went first, didn't you?
2: I am going to give this a very high seven and a half. Wow! Um, That's good. Yeah, it it might be a little higher. Uh, I'm I'm probably gonna because I was telling my wife about this movie and she seemed really interested. So I might I might get a second viewing in the theater. But I like like you said, Lance. I went into this not expecting a whole lot and got a lot out of it. And um, yeah, I'm gonna go with a seven and a half.
1: I'm going eight here, guys. I'm,
2: wow, I'm going, eight, I'm
1: going eight on this one. This could, this could be. It's not gonna be in my top five, but this could be an honorable mention. Yeah, you know, I could, depending I could on what see happens that. The rest of the year, I just, I just had a a, a damn fun time. Uh, it's no more to say about it until spoilers. I just really had fun.
3: All right, well, I guess I'm gonna be the Debbie Downer here. I, you know what? Look, it was a fun movie. It, it, it. It sits, in my mind, a little bit like Suicide Squad did. I really enjoyed watching it, but there's a lot of things that were kind of, I don't know about it, you know? Um, I'm going to give this one uh, a six, I think. Uh, okay.
1: More more good than bad, then.
3: Yeah, definitely more good than bad. It was, it was a fun watch. I don't regret it at all. Um, I think I was just expecting maybe a little bit more because I kind of did the opposite as you guys. You know, I was expecting this to be a really kick-ass movie, and it didn't quite deliver for me.
1: All right, cool. Well, there you go. So I mean, we you know we all gave it these de- decent scores. Um, and boy, it's all kinds of twists this week. I'm I'm usually the one given the low score, and uh,
3: and my dumbass right, cool. likes everything, so <laughs> ah, whatever,
1: man. It's all good. <laughs> all right, so spoiler time.
0: Spoilers. Yeah.
1: All right, Brian.
3: This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned.
2: All right. um. One thing I wanted to bring up, I, it was pretty crazy that basically everybody had these enhancements or was neither. I could not tell who... Was an Android, and who was a person? That that's yeah, the other right? thing that was really crazy throughout the movie, and these enhancements were crazy. And but the one thing, can't they make them look a little bit better? Because with all know. that I technology, thought
1: look, I thought they looked pretty damn. Realistic.
2: Well, her part. No, I mean, I'm not talking about that. I'm just oh, saying you with the eyes. Yeah, that looked really creepy. I mean, nobody wants to, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody yeah. wants to walk around like looking like that <laughs> <laughs> Maybe with all that technology. To put on yeah,
3: sure. Stuff. We have these little dime-sized tubes we're going to jam into your
2: eye sockets. How about that? He didn't, we'll right. you know, cover he didn't, it
3: with flesh-colored <laughs> stuff.
2: He didn't even <laughs> want to go feed his dogs because he didn't want to scare them. I mean, <laughs> you know, he already knew they looked kind of fucked up. Right. <laughs> He zoomed into the mirror, <laughs> but um, I thought, what's his name? Um, I, I every time he shows up in a movie, I think he he's badass. Um, oh, what is his name? Uh, he was the chief in in charge. He was a, a head of you know he was the one he was always speaking Japanese. Oh, that guy—the oh, the one
1: fox. from yeah don't, send, yeah. don't send rabbits to hunt down an old fox, right? He
3: yeah, was, he he was in uh, that movie we just watched. What the hell? Yeah, was Yeah, Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Oh ah, yeah, that dude okay. was awesome.
2: There yeah, I love that scene where where you thought he was dead,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and then he just popped out and just shot everybody with his little you know his little revolver.
0: Yeah, that was awesome. and like
2: and like you said he said he said that line, right? And. I, I thought his whole character. I didn't think he was going to do shit in the movie up until mm-hmm. then. I, I wish I, I wish we had got more out of the team though. The the other because um, they kept sent, uh, showing the other Japanese guy, the younger yes. guy. Yeah, Han. yeah, and then yeah, and then the um, the chick uh, she had a British accent. Mm-hmm. She just seemed to kind of disappear at the end. Right. I kind of wanted more of them as a team. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, because you got them throughout the movie as you know together, but then when we got to the end and you know they was coming after, coming after the team to take them out, you just kind of didn't see yes. anybody else. Yeah, and I would have got a lot, got of a lot more of that, that. Was a lot
1: of build yeah. up and, and not too much payoff.
2: But um, to jump to the end, I thought the end was pretty fucking cool with the with the what was it, the spider tank? Yeah, and the was guy was awesome. Yeah, that was and awesome. the guy was controlling it with mm-hmm. you know back at back at the the. Headquarters, I guess it was. Mm-hmm. I thought that was that was really good, but that was the scene. I think you were talking about Philip, where she was running up the yeah the, the wall
3: or it. whatever, falling down. I, I could was see like where exploding that floating, and she was jumping around it.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see where it looked a little yeah a little sketchy. not a little. It, yeah, I was like, really
3: oh, like did they do this? Come on. Put a little more effort into this one fucking scene and we'd be okay. <laughs> no, but then, I, I don't know. man. Like, the, I think the middle of it was kind of the, like the beginning was super cool, and then the end was super cool, and I actually really liked the ending of it. It was just, the, the parts in the middle
2: there were just, it, I don't know, it slowed up for me, man. Well, and it's I only an hour and a half right? movie, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked it. I thought it was a build-up. Especially to the villain, which we didn't really get much. We didn't really talk much about him, yeah. and his weird, like Max Headroom. Yeah, way he that was talked. that
1: was creepy. I thought. Yeah, I, with I the really where he was,
2: where he had like like his little digital stutters or whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh I yeah, the, he was fucking cool,
3: man. I like that guy, Kuzay?
2: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I like the story. Yeah. I like the connection that they had. They figured out that they were runaway kids that mm-hmm. they, yeah. stole, they stole these kids and try to do these experiments on them. And a, a thing that I kind of thought was pretty cool, because there was a lot of controversy about this movie, you know, the whole casting of Scarlett Johansson in this role, the whitewashing or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it went with the story. Yeah, it kind of did.
1: It kind of did, because, because they you, could you, make it look like anything they wanted to.
2: Yeah, exactly. Why would you make her look like anything how she used to look you know yeah or any of these kids i thought it went with the story and i like the reveal you know the i like the scene where she she basically went home and and was meeting her mom for the first time you know yeah her because you know they wiped her memory and i really enjoyed the end where she told you know that she met the mom at the at the gravesite and told her you don't have to come here no more i really like that scene
1: yeah, I like the way they set up that graveyard there, where they made it. At first, I thought they were standing like in some kind of a sports arena, but yeah. again, that plays to that overpopulation motif, you know, where there there's no longer any room to spread out. The only thing you have left to do is is spread upward and downward, you know. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool, the the way that they did that. I, I wasn't expecting that to be a gravesite until they they kind of like uh, zoomed in on her marker, Philip.
3: Man, I don't know. I think that's about all I got to say on it.
1: Yeah.
0: Not yeah, a whole lot
1: of not a whole lot to spoil, really. You know? I mean, Yeah. It's uh um, think... once you fig- once you figured out what was really going on, it was just kind of kind of um
2: straightforward.
1: Pretty yeah, straightforward, but, you know?
3: But it was I mean, it was a cool story though, you know? Like I I'll I'll definitely give them that, you know. Mhm. I you know, they pulled it from the comic or whatever, but uh or the anime. But uh Yeah, I I thought the story was great, and again, the acting was great. I just there was something there was something off about it that I didn't like. I didn't quite get it.
2: If Margot Robbie was in this, there'd be something really off about this. (laughs) (laughs) No,
3: listen, I I I really like Scarlett Johansson, and I like her in this role. Um, but Margot Robbie excites me as well.
2: So (laughs) there you have it. I mean. (laughs) I think she found her lane with Harley Quinn, so... Yeah, that's...
1: Well, I'll, I'll say a couple of things about about the um, the characters, what I thought about the characters. Like I said, I thought the Doctor's uh, story arc was very believable, where she was basically, you know, for, first, she she was always really close to her because she was kind of like the creator, but she kind of lorded herself over her, it seemed like, there toward the end. I didn't think it was till like, that very last scene when they ordered, uh, when, what's-his-name, Cutter? ordered her uh-huh. to uh to basically kill major. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. Cause... That's when that's when she really developed as a character for me and she decided to take a stand. She knew what was going to yeah. happen to her.
2: Yeah. She knew she yeah, was
1: I, if she did that.
2: I kind of thought it was going to go a different way um when they had the one part um when she uh, Scarlet was basically I do not consent to this. Right, and then she told her we never needed your consent to anything. That
1: was that Mm -hmm. was fucking. I kind
2: of thought she was going to go a whole different direction than what she was going to do. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought she kind of because she had this whole like, no, I'm not going to kill her because she belongs to me. She's mine.
1: Yes, her property. Yeah,
2: she was going to be a like a a a real bad bad guy. (laughs) Yeah, and then on and then on top of that, she was always involved in this whole uh, program and right. she knew about the, the other runaway kids that you know what she say like was something like 90 90 something 96 yeah, 98. 98 other you know that's a lot of dead runaway kids right <laughs> and she just basically kind of disregarded the death of these kids talking about you know this
1: yeah this she was, was real...
2: sacrifice sacrifices to something better you know
1: she was real cold-blooded in, in the name of science, but th- yes. that's what I liked about that final scene with her is that I, I think she really had an, a spiritual awakening there when she, uh, she realized that this was a human being that she was dealing with. Um, I yeah. thought that the, the cutter character he was kind of one-dimensional, but he was you know, he's the typical, you know, bad, bad guy, company owner, CEO, do anything for a buck type guy. So you know you had to have that kind of character in there. Um, like I said, the, her, her partner, uh, I thought he was really good. He was, um, there was obviously some chemistry between him and major. I mean, that was obvious from the start. She meant a lot to him and, uh, the fact that he never gave her up or sold her out, you know, there were some good, strong characters in here. You know, I, I would say that, uh, that the, the acting is probably what surprised me more than anything. Again, I knew the special effects were going to, I was going to enjoy that part of it. I didn't think the storyline or the acting were gonna be this good. Agreed. Philip, you can disagree all day, man.
3: <laughs> well I, I I don't necessarily disagree with you. It just did quite hold up to what I wanted it to be.
1: Yeah, all right. Well fair enough. Maybe uh maybe next next week's uh pick will be will be a little bit more up your alley, man.
2: <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> This we'll is see, a. this see. has been a very, very good year so far with movies. Oh,
1: it really has been. I would agree. I'm yeah.
2: gonna say, of course, you know, with the exception of Bye Bye Man and maybe maybe rings, you know, I didn't hate rings, it just right. it was what it was. But other than that, I think it's just been a phenomenal year so far.
1: You this know, was
2: way better than rings. Yeah, <laughs> you know rings. you know what?
1: You know what? I'm going to have trouble. I, I, I am going to have to go out there and start watching some shitty movies, guys. I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> Listeners, anybody who's still listening with all the, uh, in, in the oh, section here with, with everything a we're mistake. giving away, can you please give me some ideas of horrible, horrible, crappy, <laughs> shitty movies that have come out this year? Because I'm going to have trouble with the top five. It's going to be what? by my man and who knows what else at this point. Is by you far know, the I, I idea you've ever had in your life. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I've been
2: I've been keeping track of my list, and you know, my my worst and my dishonorable mentions there is really kind of slim on that side.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is just what, what the my, the year is one fourth over, so we <laughs> we still have plenty of time to go. You know.
2: <laughs> yeah, we haven't even gotten to the summer movies yet,
1: right? In fact, yeah. uh, if you guys will recall last year we did, we didn't even start the podcast until June. So we only had half a movie's worth of uh of stuff. Oh. And, and, I, and the very first one we watched for the show, I think made it onto two if not all three of our our worst of list. Yes, yeah, that that, exactly. that movie is
2: that movie is notorious. <laughs> uh while while we're all on here and you know, I we got the listeners listening to um you guys ever thought of like changing our rating system? I don't know. I mean, I'm open for anything, man. Yeah, listeners, if you guys got any ideas, you know, maybe something I don't know. Like sometimes I if I watch a bad movie, I automatically think of the darkness. <laughs> so, I don't know if that would be a rating. <laughs> like, the, the movie's really shitty, so I give it a, oh, I give it a darkness. I give We're it a getting
3: down into the darkness territory. Ooh, I, give
2: a, I give it I give it incarnate. Oh
1: no.
3: No. <laughs> I just, just the a, a Suicide Squad. Uh, would,
1: that,
2: would that be in the middle somewhere? Yeah, I I think it's better good than bad. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah kind of in the middle.
2: <laughs> uh, okay, I just wanted to put that out. If any listeners uh, got any ideas,
1: yeah, that's definitely definitely something to think about for sure. Yeah, and I and I do want to get those ideas for some bad movies. People that have seen some shit this year. Um, I I got to catch up on some
2: bad movies, guys. All well, right. you, know, you know I watch a lot of shit so maybe I'll find some for I'm you I'm sure you can
3: the worst one that we find we all have to watch
1: it alright <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on board man
2: okay. alright
1: alright so uh, as always we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Horror Returns uh, as Philip and Brian would tell you we would love to hear your feedback and ideas you can always reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com Uh, Of course, reach out to us through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Podbean, etc. Look for us on iTunes. Rate us, please. Review us. Uh, We will keep bringing you guys bigger and better stuff. You guys are the reason we're here week after week. Next week, it is Female Empowerment Week at The Horror Returns. (laughs) We will be reviewing the new Anne Hathaway movie, Colossal, as well as the 1958 classic, Attack of the 50-Foot Woman.
3: What did you mean uh, when you said it'd be a little more up my alley
1: <laughs> I'll leave that up to you <laughs> so until the horror returns again Philip
3: good night <laughs> <laughs>